Pelvic Posse, and welcome to the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. It's Amanda Fisher. I've helped thousands of people with pelvic floor issues, and it's totally my jam. Here, you can listen to expert interviews encompassing all things related to pelvic health. That's pee, poop, sex, and everything in between. You have a pelvic floor. Yes, you. We all do. And it's time to start talking about these issues that arise, but more importantly, how to improve them. I am so glad you are here to join us. Now let's head into this week's episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Fisher. I'm a pelvic floor physical therapist, mom of three boys, and business owner of Empower Your Pelvis, a pelvic floor physical therapy clinic in Kansas City. We've got one in the Kansas location in Overland Park and one in Lee Summit, Missouri, both sides of Kansas City. So y'all, thank you for tuning in. I'm going to base this show today off of the questions that I'm getting in the office. So I'm seeing a lot of postpartum moms this week, a lot of postpartum C-section and a lot of postpartum vaginal births. And what still kind of irks me in our society, and I love our gynecology, our OBGYNs, our midwives, a lot of them know so much more about pelvic floor physical therapy, which I love to pieces. But there's still this gap between not doing anything six weeks until six weeks after having a baby. But our patients get the A-OK to go exercise and they think, I'm going to go run. I'm going to go lift a lot of weight at the gym. I'm going to go do a HIT workout like one at burn boot camp or the other HIT classes in town. And their pelvic floor and their body just is not quite ready for it. So there are a lot of things that we should be doing early in those six weeks postpartum. And I'm going to go through those with you. Week one, let's break it down. All right. Take some notes if you need to. Week one after you have a baby, typically, if you've torn at all, grade one, grade two, three or four, or if you've had a cesarean delivery, which all of y'all who are pregnant, if you haven't put that in your plan of how to deliver a baby, think about what you would do during a C-section. Okay. 33% of us are having C-sections. You might as well put that into your birth plan of like what you want. Do you want a clear drape? Do you want a regular drape? If you have a clear drape, really, you can't see anything past your belly. But okay, I'm getting ahead of myself on a different tangent. So week one, we want to lay low. We want to do minimal walking, no pressure, no leakage, no increased bleeding, no pelvic pain. We want to take it easy, okay? No increased pubic symphysis pain. And if we have trouble pooping, that can be a problem too, okay? Walk where you can, minimal steps, be on your feet minimally. You can walk down your driveway, maybe to a mailbox or such, but that all goes into what you are feeling. Your body's going to talk to you a lot during this first trimester postpartum and so on postpartum up to about a year or a little longer if you've had multiple pregnancies, multiple deliveries. So week one, lay low, minimal walking, but we want to walk because it gets blood flow and circulation, but listening to the body, no pain, no leakage, no pressure, no increased bleeding, don't want any trouble having a bowel movement. Okay, week two, you might increase what you're doing. You might walk a little bit further. This doesn't mean walking three dogs and pushing a stroller while wearing a kit. Okay, that's a little extreme, especially if you haven't been doing that. 
We don't want to baby wear for an hour at this moment, especially if we've had any tearing or had a cesarean. We're still taking it easy. We might be feeling a little bit more sore. We might be feeling that we can do a little bit more or should do a little bit more because it's two weeks postpartum. But again, listen to your body. No increased leakage, no leakage, no pressure, no increased bleeding. There we go. No pain, no trouble having a bowel movement. Okay, so even watch yourself because usually by two weeks, people are thinking they need to be on their feet a little bit more, maybe doing some more household work, washing dishes. If you've had a cesarean delivery at this point, watch what's happening, especially week one, what's what's happening around that incision. Are we having increased swelling? If we are, that's also a sign that, you know what? Increased edema around that incision means I am probably doing too much. We feel it in our ankles when it swells up, we lay off of it. We feel it in a knee when we have a surgery that it's swelling up, it hurts when I move, maybe take it, take a little slower. We should do the same with our pelvic region if we've had a tear down there or with a C-section. Week two and week one for these as well, adding in belly breathing. So this could be laying on your back. I'm laying on my back. I'm working on breathing into my ribs. Open up, back down. Really work on that mobility into the ribs. You just had something shoved up in your ribs, kicking you for nine months. Those ribs need to breathe and have beautiful movement while doing it. You can also work on mobility. So if it feels comfortable while you're laying on your back and you can slide those feet up to have bent knees with feet on the ground, rock those knees side to side. Only let them go as far as they can side to side like windshield wipers to where it's not uncomfortable, where you go and you're like, "Mm, starting to feel a little bit of a stretch. I'm going to back off. I'm going to go the other direction. Now I'm going this way. Oh, I might feel a little bit of tightness. I'm going to back off, go the other direction. Everything needs to be pain free with movement here. Very gentle, very calming, very soothing. Okay. Rocking knees side to side. You can also try doing some other stretches, but I have that more on a freebie that we can have at the end of this. Week three, adding in the breathing, the knees rocking side to side. You've increased your walking. Again, as long as we're not seeing increased leakage, pain, pressure, bleeding, or trouble having a bowel movement. Hopefully you've got that memorized by the end of this podcast that you're listening to. Then we're also maybe doing pelvic tilts. You can try these out on week two, but with cesareans, it's kind of uncomfortable. But pelvic tilts, you laying on your back with your knees bent, you might have just done windshield wipers. And now our pelvis, we are laying on our back. We're rocking our pelvis off of the ground, off of the bed, off of the couch, wherever we're laying. And then we're tucking it back under. So think of like the position that you're in with cat-cow, where we round that butt under and then we kind of stick that booty out. Same as cat-cow when we're on all fours. That's what you're doing when you're laying on your back with your knees bent. Okay, pelvic tilts, nice and gentle. We're taking the weight off of any kind of C-section. We're taking the weight off of any vaginal birth as well. This can also be a time if it feels comfortable. You can lift into a bridge, put some pillows under your waist and breathe into your pelvic floor, breathe into those ribs. And you can test out what it feels like and try to pick up a blueberry figuratively with your vagina or trying to make an elevator go all the way back up. When you've got your lane on your back, hips are on a pelvis, feet are on the floor, and we're working on breathing in, moving that pelvic floor, let it release all the way back down, like an elevator coming all the way back down to the lobby. Then you breathe in again, 
flow out, pick up that blueberry, suck up that smoothie through your vagina, put it all the way back down. See what that feels like to do that in that position. That's gravity assisted, meaning organs are going back towards your head and we're trying to see how does it feel to move. Breathe in again, flow out. I'm going to pick up that blueberry, suck up that smoothie. You can do three to five of these and just see how they feel. If it feels good, try it out again. All right. Second, during all these three weeks, I want you focusing on blowing out as you're moving from sit to stand. If you're getting off of a couch, out of a recliner, you're blowing out as you're moving, especially if you're holding a new brand new baby, or if you happen to have a toddler in your hand, hopefully not as a C-section mom at this time frame, or if a grade four tear, but you're blowing out as you're moving. That blowing out is going to take the pressure off that pelvic floor and allow those muscles to contract to support you. Okay, we want that support there. Again, increase your walking. Watch how much you are on your feet the rest of the day and how much you're doing. This is going to be part of the part one on what to do postpartum after having a baby. Just a little bit of feedback after the um, part two episode or with this one as well. I'll have a freebie that you're going to find out in the show notes. And I want you to grab that because that's going to go through more things that you can do postpartum after you have a baby. And I want you to check into that because this is just a little couple snidbits, little things to put in your back pocket. But go ahead and get the full guide out on my website linked below with a code. Okay. All right, guys, this is it for part one on what to do postpartum weeks one, two and three. Make sure you are here next week for four, five and six. And who knows, we make a little past that. And then if you're like, you know what I mean, I'm just ready to Boom, go straight into it. I do have a program that you can start at two weeks postpartum that is in more depth and detail with videos. And it's called Body After Birth. It'll be linked below as well. It's a 12-week program. You can start at two weeks postpartum. So that gets you from two weeks all the way to 14 weeks. And then you can add on additionally to that as well. So I've got like a C-section program if you're ready for that too. Okay, have a fabulous day. Please like, comment, share this with your friends and family or anybody who's newly postpartum or getting ready to be postpartum. And then there is more to come. So stay tuned for part two. All right. With wellness in your pelvis. Bye guys. Hey, pelvic posse. I want to thank you so much for joining into this week's episode of the empower your pelvis podcast. Can I ask you a couple of favors, please? Number one, can you like and subscribe to this podcast so that you can continue to empower your pelvis forever so that you will never miss out? Number two, can you leave us a rating and a review telling them how amazing we are and everything that you have learned about your pelvic health? And then number three, if you haven't seen the video version of this podcast, you can go over to youtube.com forward slash C forward slash empower your pelvis for all your visual learners out there. We have all types of great visuals in there for you to not only listen to, but to also watch. Thank you so much again, and make sure to give your pelvis some love until next time. Peace out pelvic posse.